You can't just pull numbers out of thin air with your boudoir photography pricing. There's a strategy you have to implement if you truly want to be successful. Hey, boudoir photographers, ready to be totally booked out with high paying clients? I'm Tracy Lynn, and I went from side hustle photographer to running a million dollar boudoir photography business, working just 30 hours a month. On this podcast, I tell you how I did it and how you can too. In this episode, I want to focus on the five steps that you need to take to increase your boudoir pricing. But the thing is, it's more than just coming up with pricing and saying, hey, let's try this. You have to have a strategy. And today, well, we're going to break it down. This topic came from specific questions that were asked last week. And by the way, if you have a question or you would like me to break down a specific topic for you, please let me know. You can always email me at hello at tracylynncoaching.com or just DM me on Instagram at itstracylynn. Anyway, here's the question. I've been listening to your podcast and I'm just super impressed and more depressed at the same time. It's amazing how you're able to turn around some businesses and make them profitable. Depressed because I'm not booking clients. My prices are way too low and I've hit rock bottom mentally but got back up and I'm ready to own it this time. So last week on episode 42, we broke these questions down into two parts. The first part was all about booking out your schedule, but today I want to talk about increasing your prices. So there are two main ways to price products, and I think we all know this as photographers. There's all digitals or more commonly known as shoot and burn. That's what we're going to call it today. And then there's IPS or in-person sales, which typically what you'll have is a session fee plus products that can be broken down into collections or packages, a la carte, and even build your own packages. But today, all we're going to do is call it in-person sales or IPS and shoot and burn. Because it's confusing, when we start our photography business, we start with shoot and burn or all digitals because one, that's what we're typically taught and we think that it simplifies it for us and for the client. But in reality, what it's doing is costing you time and money. So take one of my one-on-one clients, for instance. She was working a lot, like close to burnout. And I think one month she had at least two sessions a day the entire month. But she has such a big heart. She literally told me that she didn't want to charge too much because she just loves her clients so much. And that's really awesome. And I really respect that when a photographer wants to take care of their clients. But you also have to remember that you have to take care of yourself too. You have to charge enough to not just have a livable wage, but also charge enough to have a healthy business as well. So this client, she came to me and she realized that she was really close to burnout. And that's what happens after running your photography business as shoot and burn, you eventually realize it's not going to pay the bills. So we need to reevaluate the way we're pricing our services before we go out of business. So I want you to know if you feel lost with how to price for IPS, whether it's a la carte collections or anything else, you're not alone. Most of the photographers who come to me are just trying to figure it out as they go. And really, that's all you can do until you get help. There's a strategy to pricing, but if you don't seek out help, well, How would you know the strategy anyway? Another quick story, a common excuse that I hear is that a lot of photographers, they come from smaller communities. And I want you to know that that doesn't matter. It does not matter what size your community is because there are people willing to spend what you need to charge for the art that you create. About 20% of my clients drive two to four hours to shoot with me. What you have to do is create a demand on your work and your business And it all just comes down to marketing, knowing your ideal client and creating a strategy to attract that specific person. I also want to talk about selling prints because I know that that can be scary in general. 
but let's break it down. So a lot of times I hear this, I can't charge that much for a piece of paper. Well, I want you to know that you're not selling the piece of paper. You're not just selling the piece of paper that this image comes on. You're selling the feeling. You're selling the memory. You're selling the art. The time that you put into creating this art, it is not just a piece of paper. And a lot of you have probably heard this analogy, but like if your house is burning down, you're not going to go in and save a USB with your wedding photos, but I bet you would go in and save your wedding album or the one and only photo that you have of your grandparents' wedding day, right? It's not just a piece of paper. It's a memory of a time that you cannot recreate. So we should also charge for that. Plus, you deserve to make a good living. Anyone investing in photography should understand that they're investing in a luxury. Photos are not a necessity to live. They don't have to have them, which means they're an investment. You've done the work. You've invested in your education. You've invested time and money into your business. You deserve to be paid more than minimum wage. You deserve to be paid a great salary because you're a professional and you're great at your job. And it is very possible to make a good salary with photography. There are so many photographers who are going out of business because they price a shoot and burn. And I promise I'm not saying that IPS is the only way because it's not, but it is the best way to have sustainability in your business. And I mean, that's what this podcast is called. So of course, we're focused on sustainability. I understand that IPS is scary when you first start. I am absolutely not saying that it isn't, but you learned to create art. You learned to edit your images and you've learned to create an experience. So you can easily learn to be great at sales and you can learn to love it. I know that I was a nervous wreck my first sales session, but now it's my favorite part. You get to see the client, see their images for the first time. You get to feel the emotions that they feel as they see themselves, how you see them, and you get to show them how great this artwork will look in an album. When you send over the gallery, do you get to experience your clients seeing their images for the first time? Nope. You send the link, you might get a great thanks, I love them, or you might hear crickets. And what you'll see is like they downloaded them on the gallery activity page, and that's it. You won't hear anything about how great they are, if they liked them or anything. I promise you, IPS is worth the hassle just to get to experience the emotions with every client, every session. All right, let's switch gears and dive into the five steps to increase your portrait and boudoir photography pricing. And I want to start with the full-time formula. This is something that I've created for my clients, but I added it to the TLC shop. So if you're interested, just DM me and I can send you the link or you can go to my website, tracylincoaching.com, and it's really easy to find there. But this full-time formula is the foundation of your business. It tells you every goal that you need to know, your total revenue goal, your marketing hours, client hours, how many clients your schedule can handle based on your lifestyle goal, and even what your sales average goal should be. But what we wanna talk about today is using your sales average goal to build your price list. How can you use this in your business? If you build your pricing guide correctly, your clients will naturally spend exactly what you need them to make as your sales average without any extra work from you. So step two, you want to create a price list leading them straight to your sales average goal. And by the way, for this one, of course, I have spreadsheets and a pricing guide template. So again, that's in the TLC shop. You can DM me for the link 
or you can head over to my website and you'll find it under the TLC shop. Anyway, when you use sales psychology when creating your pricing guide, sales are easy. They get to be easy because your pricing guide does the work for you. So why does sales psychology work? If your prices are built with sales psychology in mind, you will absolutely hit your sales average goal without a problem. And by the way, if you're brand new to pricing, I do recommend number one, that you have a middle or a low to middle end session fee, something to cover your studio rental and your hair and makeup fees, and then a somewhat lower priced album that's still giving you the correct upcharge based on your full-time formula, that's still giving you the correct upcharge based on your full-time formula. And what this does is allow for a lower barrier to entry, but with a price list built with sales psychology, you're still going to easily hit your sales average goal with no issue. So this lower barrier to entry, it just makes it easier to book clients with less work on your end. But here's the thing. None of this should feel shady or sketchy. None of my clients in my boudoir business have ever felt misled. I've done the work to make sure that they're prepared. And if you follow the recommendations in this podcast, you shouldn't have any issues either. And then step three to increase your portrait and boudoir photography pricing is confidence. It's great to have a good price list built on all the sales psychology in the world, but if you're not confident in your current pricing, it's not gonna matter. It's like buying a used car from a salesman who doesn't know anything at all about what they're showing you. If they don't sound confident in what they offer, how are you gonna feel confident enough to buy from them? What I want you to do after you built your pricing guide is memorize it. That's how you feel confident in what you're offering. You can practice on your husband, practice on your friend or your sister, Go into your ordering session feeling like it's your hundredth. Be so confident that they feel confident in what you're selling. Step four is to set boundaries. Remember that these are your prices for a reason. You did not pull these numbers out of thin air. They're based on facts and you have to charge this to meet the goals that you set using the full-time formula, right? So using those spreadsheets that I recommended, that gives you so much confidence in everything. I love them because they just give you the answer to almost every question you have in your business. They were designed this way on purpose. You do not need to justify your pricing to anyone and don't ever let anyone make you feel like you should justify them. I always say less is more when answering questions about pricing or any question like that. And then step five is to change the wording on your website if you do switch to IPS then you're officially committed. So here's an example. On my website, what I have underneath my session fee information is images are not included. Albums start at $399 or whatever it says and go up to $4,500. Most clients spend between one to 2000 or something like that. You'll have to go to my website and check that out. I'm not exactly sure what it says, but once you change the wording on your website, you're official. You have to do it now. So that's the five steps to increasing your pricing on for boudoir photography or portrait photography. So maybe this was overwhelming. Let's say you're doing shoot and burn right now. How could you easily make this switch? Well, my first recommendation is to go grab my full-time formula and see what you need to charge to hit your goals. Then you can start with the session fee and a la carte pricing, but don't jump in with collections straight from shoot and burn. You want to build your confidence before you just dive in on something a little bit more complicated. Because I do truly think that we can overcomplicate things that can be really simple, pricing is no different. So instead of making this harder than it needs to be, I really want you to look at this as a formula. And here's your formula. Take your results from the full-time formula. The sales average goal will be your middle price on your album pricing. Have five different albums. So you'll have 
two lower price albums and two higher price albums. And that's it. You have your album pricing right there. There's more to it than that, but that's some very basic information and a really good place to start. So here's the thing. I know that you want to create a successful boudoir business. I totally get that. And I want to help you do this as well. And increasing your pricing is so important to make that happen. I really recommend using the steps that I've covered in this episode, and then you're going to be well on your way to creating a sustainable business and life. And if you want more information, download my free PDF. It's called the five targets to spot check in your boudoir business this year. And if you're not ready to invest in my full-time formula, I actually have it where you can write it out in that free PDF. So just go check that out if you want to, and I will link it in the show notes or you can find it on my website. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sustainable Freedom with Boudoir Photography Podcast. If you loved it, be sure to rate and follow so you never miss an episode. They drop every week and I can't wait for you to tune in next time. Until then, have an awesome week.